I'm back for another episode, people. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Woo! All right, thank you. Uh, I'm very lucky I was able to make it again this week. I know I've been saying for weeks now, I don't know if I'll be able to make it or not on Fridays. You know, if I'll be live um, where I live, there's some work going on here, and it's making way too much noise. I was able to make it again today. I would bet next week would be the first week that uh, I'm going to have to, you know, skip a show because of this work. Yeah, I know. What you gonna do? I don't want to. And if I can make it, again, I will be here. But, you know, I like to give uh, fair warning. And I feel like I've been way too lucky uh, throughout this. I feel like, you know, I've been saying it every week. And... I don't know, my luck, I feel, is just going to have to run out sooner or later. So, just be prepared next week. I just, you know, for the you know live listeners on Friday, don't think I will be here live, unfortunately. Uh, for everyone that's listening to the recorded podcast, there probably won't be an episode released on uh, the Tuesday after you listen to this one. But, hey. I've said that before. I've been saying that the last few weeks that I don't think there will be one and I'm still here. But And now it's been like too many weeks where it's like, all right, next week luck will probably uh, run out. All right, anyway, so we're starting up the Frankie D Show right now. For anyone listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me the thumbs up. Uh, punch that subscribe button. Do what you got to do on there. I know there's more things. I don't even remember. Uh, for everyone listening on the recorded platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Podbean, wherever the fuck you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me on those platforms. Keep listening to me on them. Love seeing those numbers go up. And if you want to follow the uh, Frankie D Show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to remember is the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. Sound good? I think I got to start putting more stuff on my uh, on my social media pages. I even thought of some stuff to uh, put up. So I should, uh, I'm going to start being a little more active on there. So make sure you follow me on there. That will entice me more to actually put some shit on there. All right. All right, let's uh, talk about some stuff. I said last week that who knows? Maybe I'd be on AMP, that new Amazon radio app, this week. But my phone's still not working on it. I don't have a tablet yet. So here I am back on uh, the YouTube doing the show. And, you know, the recorded platforms. And that curious, you know, I said this last week, how big that app is going to be. I know, you know, I already talked about this last week for a while, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But, you know, another week, took a look over it again. It seems like they're signing TikTokers to the platform. It looks like they signed maybe, yeah, I think they did, uh, the Bachelor dude, Nick Vile. I saw he 
had a show on there. None of these shows, even with big people, were getting like any listeners in there. And there's more, a lot of fucking people that follow them that have to have iPhones that they could get more than fucking five people. Is this what the radio game is like just turning into? Like they're just going to try to sign celebrities that can't do radio shows. And they're like, well, they could bring an audience in, but it's like, well, this audience doesn't give a shit of what they got to say. Now, the Bachelor dude does have a, a podcast, so I guess there are a certain amount of people that want to hear what he has to say. But again, those are all guest-related. You know, it's like they have some interest because he's hosting it, then they'll have guests on, they have interest in who the guests are. So, you know, th- those are more, you know, guest-driven it's not like they it's their entertainment that's bringing them so i'm i'm curious i you know and they did sign i guess a couple radio hosts but they all suck and they haven't been bringing any listeners in to the platform honestly the platform is somewhat radio esque it's it's really doesn't feel like radio radio but it's radio like it's not what i would picture for internet radio but you know they're try. I think they're trying to make it like a social media platform instead of a radio platform. I think that's a mistake for them. I mean, I you know if they're gonna be signing these people, make it more radio-ish in my opinion. Maybe that's more complicated. Maybe they're like, oh, radio's already been done before. But if they're calling it social audio, I mean, social audio has been done before with Clubhouse and Spotify Green Room. Look how great those guys are doing. I don't know. Guess we just have to wait to see how it uh, goes. I'm not gonna talk too much about it. I talked more than enough about it last week. I was just, I guess, giving an update since I looked at the app another week. I what I you know when I can do on a show on there, I probably will hop on there since I do an audio only show anyway. The only thing that might bring me is a instead of some chats, maybe some call-ins instead of a uh, the chat, but. We'll see. I've been thinking about I've been talking about this for a while. Starting my own internet radio station on Live 365. They got a cool platform over there. It's audio only. You can listen to me live. So if you're you know, if you're driving or something and you're like, oh, let's see what Frankie D is playing. I might have music on. I might be doing my live show on there. You know, my live show will probably consist of some music. You could call in. I'll probably have a call in option. I don't know. Live 365 actually feels like internet radio to me. Like, radio, I feel, has different uh, generations, maybe. You know, there was FM and AM, and there's satellite with Sirius XM. Those both felt like radio to me. This Live 365, I've listened to some stations on there. Feels like radio. This AMP one made by Amazon, it feels like a hybrid of, I will say, like, compared to, like, Clubhouse and Spotify Greenroom, feels more radio-ish than them, but... It also still does have that social audio feeling. I don't really know. I don't really think that those social audio things can really keep a, uh, really keep an audience. You know, you might have them for a few weeks, but it's not like radio with Howard Stern, Opie, and Anthony, where people are going to make sure to listen in every day. And if they miss it, they'd catch up on demand, or now there's podcasts where they could catch up on demand. I don't think it has that in it. Now, AMP is a little different. I think there is more potential with them. But who the hell knows? 
I think though if they try to make it any more social audio and social audio <laughs> but uh you know if they try to make it more social and stuff put more Collins on there put a chat in, I think that'll kind of be the end of it and people be like eh I'd rather just do a recorded podcast at that point not play music or you know but who the fuck knows what the hell do I know thing in a once it's out of beta could blow the fuck up they'll see all these celebrities on there people be like oh they're playing music we like and we like these artists we want to listen to them talk and they're live. We could call in. We'll lo- we love it. Who the hell knows? All right, that's my update on AMP. There's no need to talk about it anymore. Let's get on to uh, the first subject I got here, which is about Mike Tyson. I, you know, I've t- I don't even, I've probably talked about him in the past. I don't even know. I know he, um, I was hearing that he was going to box Logan Paul, and then I was hearing that he was going to uh, box Jake Paul. And the other day I was hearing that he was like, oh, I'd only box Jake Paul for a billion dollars. And it's like, I wonder if someone would be actually willing to offer them a billion dollars just to say that they were the ones to offer Mike Tyson and Jake Paul a billion dollars to box. Because they're not going to make the money on that. It's not like if they actually pay them the billion dollars. They're not making more than a billion to... uh, they're not even making a billion to break even. They literally would just be doing it just because they want to see them box and just because they really want to be the ones to say, yeah, we're the ones that, we're the dumbass that, we're the, we're the dumbasses because there'd have to be more than one person involved unless it's just like some big-ass billionaire, you know, like Elon Musk or something. It's like, I will pay you the billion dollars. But, um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, we're the dumbass or dumbasses that paid them the billion dollars to box. And it's like, well, why the fuck did you do that? Like, do you just like giving your money away? Because personally, I'll take your fucking money if you just want to give it away. Because you ain't making a billion dollars off that. But it would be very entertaining to see them box. Anyway, I see this story before that a guy pulled a gun on Mike Tyson at a comedy club. I'm curious, was Mike Tyson doing... Comedy? Was he doing stand-up comedy? Man, it's fine. I say I'm curious a lot. There's a lot of things I'm curious about. There are not enough answers to these fucking stories that I see. Now, a lot, you know, a lot of them, I like to uh, leave my uh, reaction for the show. So I try to read kind of as little as possible about it so you get my, my actual reaction. But uh, even a lot of the ones that I read through on here, I feel we don't get enough answers. So, yes, I'm curious. Is Mike Tyson doing stand-up comedy now? Well, why the hell was he at this comedy? Was he watching someone? Was he doing stand-up comedy? Is that why the guy pulled a gun on him? Did he suck? See, like, this comedy fucking blows! <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Um, I doubt that was it. That would, that would actually be kind of sad. It's like, your comedy sucks so bad that I feel like I have to shoot you. But, um... Yeah, well, I mean, we'll read through the story. We'll see why they... Why he pulled a gun on him. Uh, it, it appears, though, that they were having... You know, they were in, like, a little tussle. They ha- were in some sort of an argument. I don't know why. I don't know if the guy was drunk. And uh, then... Guy pulls a gun on him. And apparently they end the whole situation with a hug. So it does end up well. It's not like, you know, he actually shot Mike Tyson. I'm curious, though, if he wanted to... Again, I'm curious with stuff. <laughs> I'm cu- if he wanted to um, f- 
fight him, fist fight, fight him, and he was going to pull the gun anyway, and since Mike Tyson, like, wasn't budging, he was just like, crap, I guess I just got to pull the gun now. It's now or never. Then they hug afterwards. All right, let's uh, read through this story, see what they got to say. Incredible moment, man pulls... This is the uh, name of the article. Incredible moment, man pulls a gun on Mike Tyson at a Hollywood comedy club before the former heavyweight champion manages to de-escalate the dangerous situation by giving him a hug. Well, you gotta have some balls to hug a guy with a gun that he was pointing at you. Let's see. Dramatic footage captured the moment former heavyweight champ Mike Tyson embraced an armed man who moments earlier pulled a gun after trying to fight him at a Hollywood comedy club. Why the hell are you trying to fight Mike Tyson, bro? Even at his age he's at now, he'd still whoop the shit out of you. I mean, not with a gun. With a gun, yeah, you're clearly the winner, but if you didn't have that gun on you and you just want to fight him, he's beating your ass. It's almost like it was planned because he knew he would get his ass kicked by Mike Tyson. So he's like, I better bring a gun with me if I plan on fighting this guy. Let's see. On Tuesday, an unidentified man was filmed interrupting a comedy set at a Hollywood rooftop bar to challenge Mike Tyson to a fight and a deranged attempt to elevate his status. Wow. Needs to uh, elevate that status of his. The bar's MC interrupts the random man's tirade and asks him to get out. The MC then proceeds to shove the troublemaker away from the stage, but the man wearing a white t-shirt and black leather jacket, ah, so he's like a greaser, tough guy, guy drives the motorcycle, white t-shirt and a black leather jacket, guys from the fucking 50s, tries to play off the situation saying, I don't give a fuck, I'm joking as as the host pushes him towards the exit, so he he's joking, he don't give a fuck, he's joking. Let's see, there is a video here. Will we be able to... Is this good for the audio platforms? Now, let's see. I'm trying to upgrade my stairs. Yeah. All I need is you. Huh? I really can't even tell what's going on. I see this guy saying, all I need is you. He's yelling at Mike Tyson. I saw right now they're really just pushing the guy out of the way. You know, he's just kind of getting shoved and stuff by, uh, I guess, the MC. Guy was just yelling at Mike Tyson, it appears. Mike Tyson seems to be in a similar outfit. It looks like he's in a black leather jacket also. But, yeah, they just seem to be uh, pushing him out. They're telling him to get the fuck out. All right, so... They, now they show the guy, like, running back towards Mike Tyson. I, why, I, why didn't they just, like, kick him out? I mean, I guess they were trying to kick him out, but clearly they didn't get the job done because now the, I guess the MC is back by Mike Tyson and the guy's now running back towards Mike Tyson. All right. What the fuck? The guy that was causing trouble, he hugs him. I thought Mike Tyson, for some reason, hugged him. The guy hugs Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson just hugs him back. I didn't even see the gun anywhere in this. All right. There you go. What? What? No, the fuck? Nah, I don't know. Even know what he's saying right now. Shalom. Shalom. 
the fuck? Okay. You a sucker. There's a lot of cursing. Okay, I guess it... I need to go back now. Do we see a gun here? I really can't see a gun anywhere. I'm sure there is one. I can't see it. Let's see. It's then the man says, look, this is easy, and pulls out a gun from his waistband and cocks it, shocking the MC and drawing gasps from the crowd member. I don't see the gun. I guess I just can't see it in this particular video, but um, this whole thing is interesting. So it looks like Mike Tyson was just watching a comedy show, and this guy sees it, and he's like, I better make a moment out of this. Let's see, the man screams New York Brownsville, referencing the neighborhood Tyson grew up in before firmly shaking his hand again, grasping it tightly with two hands and leaning in with his forehead. He then shouts Shalawam, which translate to may peace be with you in Hebrew and salutes Mike Tyson before walking away. Ah, he's a, a Jewish fella. Doesn't look Jewish. As the MC tells him to head out, he once again grows confrontational and calls him a sucker. Uh, you a bitch-ass uh, N-word. You not an OG, he says before fi he finally leaves. After he is finally gone, the person recording thanks Tyson, and the tense crowd applauds him. Even after he left, attendees were shaken, and some did not want to leave right away. Out of fear, the armed man was still waiting for them in the streets. Despite the scare... LAPD said they were never called, TMZ reported, and the armed man was not identified. All things weird. Let's see what some people had to say about this. Good for you, Mike. Keep safe everywhere Mike goes. Someone wants to fight him. He looks great. It's, yeah, why does everyone want to fight him? They think they really got something to prove. Maybe try fighting. See, no one would have wanted to fight him when he was in his prime, but that's when you maybe you'd have something to prove if you could actually beat him up then. All right, you're a tough guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, he would probably still whoop this guy's ass, but back then, people would be scared shitless to actually talk to him this way. Someone said, dude, just needed to hug it out. Uh, and I'll just read this one. I love Mike Tyson. He was savage in his boxing days. He now just smokes a lot of weed and has a podcast called Hot Box with Mike Tyson. He also has a weed farm and manufactures rolling papers. Alright, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, so Mike Tyson gets a gun pulled on him in a comedy club. But, I mean, at least it wasn't he that he was doing comedy and his comedy was so bad that uh, this guy was like, I need to pull a gun on this fucker. I can't, my ears can't take this shit. It's just that someone wanted to be a dick. That's really all it was. Alright, let's see... Um, Mr. A is in here. He said, what's up? I'm not trying amp today. Now, I said before in the beginning of the show, I was talking about amp a little bit again, saying I checked it out. I talked, you know, I talked about it last week, saying uh, I was thinking of doing the show on there, maybe playing some music and stuff. And I would obviously have to edit the music after the recorded people afterwards. And instead of the chat, like how you're kind of like my Colin now, I could actually get Collins. Um, but now my phone's still... You have to use it on the phone now. You can't use the desktop. Even though I'd plug the phone into my mixer and everything to try to still play the YouTube stuff like I, you know, like I, how I just played a video. 
Still not working. I don't have a tablet or an iPad yet. So no, no amp today. Maybe in the next couple weeks. I doubt next week, but who knows. And Mr. A said, go Grace Lightning for the uh, guy that was with uh, Mike Tyson. Guy in the uh, leather jacket and white t-shirt. All right. I'm uh, going to move on to my next topic now. And it's about a new mother. Someone that gave birth. Someone that went through uh, the miracle of life. And apparently her eye popped out during it. That can't be good. Apparently she was pushing so hard that the eye went, just came right out of her. I hope, you know, there's not a video of this. that I, I mean, if there's a video, I'm going to have to look at it. But I really don't want to see some woman's eye plop out of her. But uh, I guess we'll just have to see. You know, the same thing happened. I think I talked about this before. I'm almost positive I talked about this before on here. The same thing uh, happened with Johnny Knoxville when he was making the movie about uh, the... I can't think of the name of the park now. The Water Park in New Jersey. Uh, I can't... Now i got to see the name of this movie. Oh, man, this upsets me. I like the movie. Uh, Let's see. Johnny Knoxville Water... Park. Action point. Duh. Yes, I talked about this when Joey Diaz was talking about it with Joe Rogan. And, yeah, when Johnny Knoxville apparently was making that movie, he was, like, flung through, like, he was out of, like, flung out of a cannon or something, through a shed or something. And apparently his eye, he said, plopped, like, popped out after that. Like, he sneezed or something, and the eye just went, bloom. Maybe we should get this this mom in the next Jackass movie. I mean, she's already getting her eye popped out. She's already, like, you know, one leg in. Might as well just get her in the next Jackass movie. All right, so her name's Bethany Collins. She's 23. Young mom. I th- I take that as a young mom. And uh, she's from Indiana. So let's see the story it has about her. New mother horrifies TikTok by revealing her eyeball popped out during childbirth because she pushed so hard. Oh, geez, did she put this birth on TikTok and all of a sudden you just see her eye pop out? A woman has gone viral on TikTok after revealing that her eyeball popped out during childbirth. Ugh, you nasty. Bethany Collins, 23, a stay-at-home mother from Indiana, suffered from a rare side effect while giving birth to her daughter, Phoebe Bell. She's a stay-at-home mom at 23. Sure, husband do. Baby daddy. Significant other. What's that person do? How old are they? Is this going to be one of those things where she's dating some uh, rich 55-year-old or something? Let's see. The pressure was so intense that she felt a popping sensation. And after being handed her baby daughter, she could hardly see and immediately asked her husband. Okay, so she does have a husband. Is my eyeball really in my head? Her left eyeball was bulging out, and it became worse overnight. It took weeks to go back to normal. Ugh. So, wait, did the doctors put it back in, or it just had to go back to normal by itself? How does it go back to normal by itself? That creeped me the fuck out. All right, let's see. There's a video here. Let's see what she says. I feel like I would look so sexy pregnant. Oh, yeah? Ah! There. Oh, my God. It looks like side of her face is honestly just like swollen and popping out. And the eyelid is like, boom, going down. Uh, it kind of look, looks like someone punched her in a way. 
but the eye is coming out, but it almost looks like it's just like swollen, so it looks like it's that's why it's out further. So sexy pregnant. Alright, this is the same thing. Oh man, scary. Okay, and then there's picture of her here, picture of her with the one eye shut. So I guess it just goes back to normal on its own. I I'm curious. Again, I'm curious. Curious if that's what happened with Johnny Knoxville or if his actually came out. Well, when I hear an eye pops out, I think the actual eyeball comes right out. This is clearly, like, this is still kind of, you know, it's still in her head. It's not like it's, you know, fell on the floor or something. They had to put it back in. After going into labor, Bethany was given, I don't know how to say this, Pitocin? We'll, we'll call it Pitocin for now. Pitocin? I will call it Pitocin, uh, which helps to stimulate the uterus uh, muscles and cause contractions in an attempt to speed up the process. Despite this, her cervix still wasn't opening and she was suffering from severe contractions and the baby's heart rate was dropping, so she decided to have an epidural. Bethany began pushing with all her strength to help deliver the baby, but soon realized that she had been pushing too hard because her eyeball popped out. Again, popped out's kind of like an ugh word to say about this because really, when I think popped out, I think popped the hell out. I think like that thing fell on the floor and you got to clean it up. I heard a pop. That had a, that must have been painful, but you must have had so much other shit going on, you know, having a baby come out of you that I guess it wasn't the first thing actually on your mind that moment. I heard a pop and asked the doctor, is my eyeball still in my head, Bethany recalled. What did doctor have to say about this? He said, yes, but I opened my eyes and everything was blurry. I felt so much pressure in my left eye, but I pushed again for the third time and she came. They took her to make sure she was okay before handing her over to me. I asked my husband, is my eyeball in my head? It can't be. I feel so much pressure and I can barely see anything. Something has to be wrong. He said it was definitely porking out more than the one, but it wasn't too bad. After 10 minutes, her eye started to poke out even further and only got worse overnight. As she was being stitched up, the doctor commented that he had never seen this happen before, so called an optometrist to take a look. Man, and they're telling, you know, she asked, Hey, doc, is my eye still in my head? No, you're fine. Shut the fuck up. And the next day, holy shit, we better call an optometrist. I think your eye's coming out. Oh, man. Let's see. Bethany said, I told him I wasn't in any pain, but he just continued looking at my eye. How could you not be any pain? Your eye is popping out of your head. I had pretty much the whole unit come and look too. I became the talk of the unit that day. Yeah, you're like, you know, apparently one in a million. Doctor said he'd never seen this ever happen before. wonder if she is one in a million or if this happens at a lot of hospitals and this doctor... Just never seen it happen. My sweet nurse asked if I wanted a patch so I could at least see out of my good eye without any interference. She got me a pack of nipple covers and I used them instead. Well, there you go. The next day, the optometrist looked at my eye and also commented that he had never seen something like this before. Well, what the hell do optometrists know? Sure, it happens all the time. Not really. Let's see, ultimately the final verdict was that there was just a lot of pressure from the force of the push, so said to wait and see if it would go back. I noticed improvements at 
the two week mark and it was like I got a black eye. And hey, I said that. I said it looks like it's like swollen or something. It looks like she just got like punched in the face. It was protruding and bruised. It took six weeks for my eye to finally flush back into my face and even it out with the other. But I really thought I was doomed. Things are great now as I have a beautiful two-month-old baby and two normal eyeballs. Well, there we go. I'm sure people were uh, freaked out about this. Let's see. Someone said hormones are a hell of a drug. Use your brain next time. Oh, jeez. This person said, haha, well, the popped eye improved her look, so there's that. Oh, damn. Got some mean people in there. All right. Well, that's uh, all I have about that story. I just saw that was kind of crazy because I myself never heard that someone was giving birth and push. Ah, There goes the eye. So, thought that was worth uh, talking about. I just realized... Um, now that the, the that article is over, Mr. A was able to talk before. The last couple weeks, I just realized, people have said they haven't been able to type in the chat. When they were typing in the chat, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't seeing, like nothing was coming up in my chat. So, sorry if people are typing in right now and I can't, uh, I can't see it. But Mr. A, as I do see, Mr. A just said, I shot soda out of my nose. Thanks. LOL. Well, there you go, Mr. A. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That would freak me the fuck out if I sneezed or something or whatever and um, my eye came out. Uh, TGY TV Tim Gilby. Yes, I can see you. Okay, I guess I'm seeing people in the chat this week. Sorry for past weeks, people. Wasn't able to say. I guess it just wasn't meant to be. All right, some of you might be happy now. Maybe some of you won't be. I'm going to take a trivia break, and this week it is actually a trivia break. Not a, Well, last week I didn't even take a break. I just had a long-ass episode last week, and I didn't even have enough time to take a break. I, I went a while last week. Uh, this week I do have a trivia break, and it is actually trivia. Not a Mike Montone promo break, none of that. I was able to get an episode or a uh, trivia break recorded this week. So, hope you guys missed the trivia because I got some questions for you. All right, enjoy. All right, trivia break, everyone. Still don't have the intro, so for any first-time listeners, I'm going to read five categories. Actually, today, six categories. And after I read each category, I'm going to read each question twice. So, there will be six questions today. I'll read each of them twice. And then after I read each question twice, I will go through the answers. Sound good? Alright, let's do this. Okay, so the categories are food, sports, TV, geography, history, and movies. Alright, so the first question, the category is food. Baklava is usually made using what kind of paper-thin dough? Again, baklava is usually made using what kind of paper-thin dough? Moving on to the next question. 
The category is sports. Who won the 2018 MLB World Series? Again, who won the 2018 MLB World Series? Does anyone, like, still watch baseball? I feel I never, like, a couple of my friends still watch it. Besides that, it does not seem to be a very popular sport anymore. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm not a sports fan really in general, but it just seems like the most boring sport to me, and it doesn't seem like anyone really watches it. And when I talk, besides my friends that do watch it, when I talk to people, they're like, nope, it is a really boring sport. And that's coming from sports fans that are telling me that. Okay, my rant's over. Let's go on to the next question. The category is TV. What popular TV character lived at 129 West 81st Street, apartment 5A in New York City? Again, what popular TV character lived at 129 West 81st Street, apartment 5A in New York City? Very popular sitcom. I'm not even going to give any clues to this one. I feel like people would get it with a clue. It's funny though, I've never actually, I've gotten into some sitcoms before. This one's a pretty popular one, never got into it. Okay, moving on to the next question. The category is geography. What is Europe's second largest island behind Great Britain? Again, what is Europe's second largest island behind Great Britain? Next question, the category is history. Who was the president of the United States when Gre- when the Great Depression ended? Again, who was the president of the United States when the Great Depression ended? And the last question, the category is movies. What band of whiskey does Bill Murray advertise in the film Lost in Translation? Again, what band of whiskey does Bill Murray advertise in the film Lost in Translation. Alright, let's go through these answers now. The first question, baklava is usually made using what kind of paper-thin dough? The answer is Philo. Next, who won the 2018 MLB World Series? That would be the Boston Red Sox. Then we had what popular TV character lived at 129 West 81st Street Apartment 5A in New York City? That is Jerry Seinfeld. Next question was, what is Europe's second largest island behind Great Britain? That is Iceland. Then we had, who was the president of the United States when the Great Depression ended? That is Franklin D. Roosevelt. And the last question was, what band of whiskey does Bill Murray advertise in the film Lost in Translation? That is Suntory. Alrighty. That is all the trivia for this week. Really need to try to get the... Uh, the intro back to this who knows when i'll when i'll get that back if not maybe i'll have to make another one Alrighty, again that is it for the trivia this week hope you guys enjoyed and now it is time to get back to the show all right it didn't come off too bad this week all right i am back people hope you guys enjoyed the trivia uh tgy tv tim gilby he was doing all right here got some of uh the answers Okay, going on to my uh, last subject. Now, this one, you know, kind of recurring. I've talked about them before. I did a kind of a big bit on them uh, last week. And even in the past, I talked about them. 
So I guess we, you know, recurring theme here. So got to talk about him again. Drake Bell and Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. I talked about him last week since when I was uh, younger. I was a fan of Drake and Josh. And I see that Josh Peck goes on uh, Dave Portnoy, one of Dave Portnoy's podcasts, you know, the guy that owns Barstool Sports. And he says after Drake and Josh, they were never really friends and stuff, and he didn't invite him to his wedding, blah, 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 all that shit. And I called him out for bullshit. A lot of people did because they did see each other after Drake and Josh. You know, he was pretending like they hadn't seen each other in 10 years. Uh... So, coincidentally, Drake Bell and his wife made a podcast, like, the day that interview ended up coming back. Yeah, and I do think that was coincidental. I don't think they were like, oh, we better make a podcast now to call him out. Because I think, you know, in that case, they would have just posted on Twitter and been like, this guy's fucking lying. But what do I know? Maybe they did. Maybe they are like, right, we, we better make a podcast now and try to uh, call him out. So, yeah, last week, Josh Peck, I played him, you know, talking some shit about Drake, pretty much, saying they were never friends, this and that, he doesn't like them. And I was saying, it seems like there's something, I don't know, I wasn't totally buying what Josh was saying. You know, the way he was talking, I just wasn't buying everything he was saying. Well, there's some things he just, he lied about. He straight up lied about. So then you got to wonder the other things he was saying. Is he lying about? That shit too. And a lot of people just kind of look at Drake like a bad guy now and stuff. So now that Drake Bell made a podcast, I'm not obviously playing the whole thing. He has a 55-minute podcast here. But there's some parts I want to uh, play to it. We'll see uh, Drake's side of the story now. He does it. It's called Drake and Janet. You know, I guess to be like Drake and Josh, but his wife's name is Janet. I'm not going to lie. His wife seems like a bitch. There's something about the wife like... Just, I don't know. What well, wasn't a fan of the wife. Drake seemed fine, and it wasn't a fan of his wife. All right, let's see um, what we got here. Let's see, there's about it. This point, I so Drake brings his son, his his baby son, into this. I guess he was making too much noise in the background, so. He was like, I just hand me my son. So if you hear some like baby crying or making noise, it's uh, his son. A few swipes up later, it was like. Let's see. So I, th- I think it's right around this part that they start talking about Josh. Josh Peck confronts Drake Bell at VMAs. <laughs> and then he's like, I had my big soprano moment. Like, oh, big tough guy. <laughs> and that's what I said too. You know, he, he had this whole Sopranos moment thing. He's like, Go apologize to my wife. And it's like, dude, you're not fucking tough. Give me a break. You're Josh from the Nickelodeon show, Drake and Josh. And if anything, you actually seem less tough to me now that the years have gone by. Because you put on this fake attitude, like you're always happy and stuff. You know, and I say the same thing about Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon laughs at any, like, joke or anything people say on his show. I'm like, dude, stop being fake. Like, if you don't think something's funny, don't laugh at it. Or just straight up say, dude, you're not funny. Like, that would be more entertaining than watching you have a fake laugh at someone. At least Fallon, though, is so fake that you're like, all right, like, we know he doesn't really find this stuff funny. Like, no one's like, all right, he's genuinely like that. But Josh, you know, he was trying to make himself actually seem like this great person when he's fucking lying. Yeah, you know, it's like you were 
just straight up lying, saying, you know, you didn't want to, uh, you, you hadn't talked to him in years and stuff. And he, they even were going to do a reboot of Drake and Josh. That's actually in this episode. I don't have the part, uh, uh, I don't have the time written down, but there's literally Josh talking on a, like an interview saying that he's looking forward to work with Drake again. They're, they're making the reboot or whatever. And you know, he, so he's just was straight up lying. All right, let's see what else they're saying here. Um, I didn't I, even catch that. And when I, like, I, I think I saw it. I don't know how I saw it. I was tagged in it and I'm like, and I saw, and I watched it and I didn't even catch the Sopranos part. Um, oh, until yeah. I read it in actual uh No, the like whole e-news the whole clip the whole clip was like that he said like apologize to my wife like or something bad or bad happen. things will bad, happen or something. Yeah, and I was like No, oh, big tough guy, all right. What like what bad things could have happened? Yeah, I know. Are you gonna get the fucking mafia on him or something? The the Jewish mafia? Like who what were you gonna do? You gonna beat him up there? Like what was going to happen? I really wish Josh would elaborate on that. Dave Portnoy, you should be ashamed of yourself by when he said bad things are going to happen. You are a terrible fucking interviewer for not saying, wait, what was going to happen? All these freaking podcasters, none of them can interview worth a fucking damn. Do you think the audience doesn't want to know what would have happened? You could have never watched Drake and Josh in your life and you just put on this random interview, maybe you're a fan of Dave Portnoy, you're like, all right, we'll just listen to him interview some dude that I never watched. And then even that person would be like, boy, I want to hear what I want to hear what he was going to do to Drake or what was going to happen to Drake. What would happen? I, what, what are they going to say now? I know, right? Um, I don't know why I got... I, looking back on it now, obviously, I'm like more calm. I, I don't know why it upset me so much. Because you're my wife. I know, but like also, there's something about her. Doesn't she? I don't know. Her voice annoys me. She just kind of seems like a bitch. You'll see even more later. So I was there that day. Yeah, and I like mean, that well, was a sh- that was a very like I saw him with his camera before he even came up to you. Uh-huh. I whis- whispered in your ear, like I I whispered in your ear and said, "Josh is walking up and he has a camera and he is vlogging you, mm-hmm. like just like." Be- those thumps you hear from his uh, baby hitting the table. Prepared and literally, yeah. Uh, and, and then the, Josh yeah. walks up, and shaking with his camera. Like, yeah, and the rest hey! is on. And, uh, it's like, and it's like all on video. Yeah, all right, so now they're playing uh, the video of them at the award show of Josh literally walking up to him, being all friendly and stuff. However, he told Portnoy that he hadn't seen him in like ten years. They weren't friendly and stuff. And but here it's. Clearly, it wasn't even Drake going up to him. It was literally Josh going up to Drake. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Come on. What's up, buddy? Is this happening right now live as we... Is this really right now live? Stream live right now. Oh, my God. Please Wait, don't is this Facebook streaming? to be nice to me. Oh, my God. Please. It's not even my... <laughs> Just don't Facebook to listen, be nice to me. Listen, listen. Lay off. You know, he's telling people to lay off because he made the tweet how he was upset about not being invited to his wedding. Rightfully so. And uh, people attack Josh because they're like, you should have invited him to your wedding. And Drake's telling people to lay off. Drake should have been like, give it to him, people. Why are you telling people to lay off, Drake? He clearly, he doesn't like you. You know, I I think it's kind of, you know, his wife kind of says that later. And I think it's kind of bad the way she put it. But I don't know the guy, so I could just say it. 
he clearly doesn't like you. Why he doesn't, it's kind of weird. I don't know why. I don't know if there is some sort of jealousy or whatever, or if he's mad that apparently he put in more acting hours. He went to acting camp. You didn't, and he's mad that he's just as successful. Maybe he's mad that his name's always going to be tied to you and he wants to be a solo uh, actor. I, I don't really know why he doesn't like you, but he clearly doesn't, or else he wouldn't have said that on a noise podcast, or he does like you know he just wanted like to get more publicity, which he did, and would still kind of mean he doesn't like you because the friendship doesn't mean crap to him. He wants the publicity. Let's see. Thank you. You heard that, Facebook? It's all good. Chill out. We love you. Lay off, man. I, all right. I got wow. hundred bucks for you. This is on. Uh, um, I was standing YouTube. there the entire time, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, maybe it happened off camera." Like, okay, um, we were all smiling. Please put in the chat here if her voice annoys you as much as it annoys me. Smiling, laughing, yeah. like he did ask you to apologize. Yeah, he did. So. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I was so. right, like, I wanted to, you know. He, well, we had and talked about exactly. it. Exactly. Um, uh, and, and, and he did. He goes, yeah, he yeah, and, 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 and I and he goes, he, yeah, he he leaned out. You know, we were talking uh, a side. We had like a sidebar, mm -hmm. and he goes, "Hey, man, you don't need to, you don't need to say sorry to me, but you know." I really need you to say sorry to Paige. See, I thought that was probably what happened. I thought there was no big tough guy moment. He was probably like, dude, can, can you apologize to my wife? Like, she's not in the public eye. Can, can you apologize to her? I thought that was it. You know, not Mr. Tuffy there. Bad things will happen to you. You don't want these bad things happening to you, bro. The hug me brothers will be no more. Like, come on, dude. Just tell the truth. And I was like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Like, now again, I you know I never met Drake. I guess technically he could be lying right now, but you know I I just got to go by, uh you know the tones of both of them. Drake just kind of seems like he's telling the truth. Josh, there I I don't know. He didn't seem very real in that interview to me. But whatever. I guess he can't go by that either. But what we can go by is Josh a thousand percent did lie in that interview about not seeing Drake for ten years. So that does show he at least lied about something. I want to say sorry to Paige, you know, yeah. and and that was and it. And that was your demeanor too. Like I, I mean, but that I have no reason to like change the way the story was. I mean, it was actually a really nice moment. Like we left the entire. Encounter. I was stoked actually well, because I we exchanged phone like Paige and dude, I exchanged I didn't, numbers. I, like uh, we were all like let's grab dinner and we yay. did. We all went. And I got know. Dumplings we all did. And ice cream. Dumplings and ice cream. Why wouldn't Josh just tell the truth about that dumpling? He doesn't want he want he doesn't want people to th think food with him since he used to be a fat ass. And we've hung out many, many times. times and many times. Um, yeah, that was the thing that kind of bugged that. Today he didn't know us. That's what. Please, Drake, t uh, shut your wife up and tell us why this bugged you. Really? Bugged me about it was that Josh. he's like, oh, we we weren't friends we didn't hang out and, and it's delusional because i'm like bro it's like we worked at coffee bean when we were 16 like i'm sorry i i'm 31 now i might have lost your number at your christmas party the party that i made treats for everyone he came to your album release party when you were on splash he came to be on tv to support you so no he wasn't Whoa. on tv oh no 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 no. he wasn't on splash oh no 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 no, no, no. he that was really cool that was really cool okay. no 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 he wait what was cool he wasn't on splash it was cool that he wasn't on splash the fuck you saying here? He came. He came all the way to Riverside to support me. That I I don't know what he came to support you for if he wasn't on the show, but he he came to support him somewhere. That was, that was pretty cool. Okay, so you would do that for someone who's not a friend? 
No, no, you do that for. I mean, because he was. You do that, that for a guys, friend. No, that's but, oh, Drake gets a little confused here. That's, I know, but today on his interview, he yeah. said, or right, like, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, guys, he said that we weren't friends, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So Riverside's like kind of a far drive to like go. It's like two hours like, for not a friend. Yep. No, I mean we're friends. Yeah, oh, Drake's Wait, confused. Wait, I'm saying, but <laughs> but we were friends. You're confused. Yeah, I understand. But today he told everyone that once your show was over, you weren't friends. Oh, and... oh, well, that's not true. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we kind of know it's not true at this point. So yeah, there's part of Drake's uh, story, you know, just to you know, kind of go along from last week. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna play this other part here too. I actually found the part where. You know, because Josh said they hadn't talked in since Drake and Josh. Uh, and they were going to make, like, a Drake and Josh reboot. I just actually found this part in the interview. So, here is Josh literally saying to, like, some sort of interviewer on, like, I don't know, a red carpet type thing, that he was planning on working with Drake again. Fandom to say that you guys haven't talked or hung out. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, if we haven't hawked and hung out, I mean, we pitched it. We pitched a show. Yeah. What can you tell us? And here's Josh now. About the reboot. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know if it's. I wouldn't call it a reboot. I think it's just an opportunity for Drake and I to be working together again. And obviously, we love each other, and we were able to. Oh, you love each other. You told Dave Portnoy that you have don't like him. You told us you haven't talked to him in years. But you, you obviously love each other. I mean, I, 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 we're, we're so many different stories here. Gonna make such an impact on people. So any chance to do something dope together, um, is really exciting for me. Okay, well, Whoa. let's talk about that. Actually, Whoa. um, we did pitch a show. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so apparently I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna play what they say about it, but they apparently they did pitch a show. It really wasn't like a reboot or a spinoff, but it's somewhat was. Uh, and apparently Drake uh, pulled out of it because he has a big um, Mexican audience, and uh, it, I guess would have offended their audience or something. They would have put a lot of stereotypes in there or something like that. And uh, apparently Josh was right, literally writing the script. And apparently he made Drake be a failed music artist, and he made himself be a successful real estate agent. So he was like, "Why are you making me?" seem like a failed music artist like in drake's eyes he's a very successful one and in real life josh isn't even in real estate this reboot was going to be called instead of drake and josh josh and drake again it really wasn't a reboot because reboot is like the same show and it wasn't a spinoff even because like the characters would have been different so what they were i think what they were saying is they were going to still play a drake and josh but they weren't playing the characters from the Drake and Josh. Like I guess they weren't going to be playing Drake, Parker, and Josh Nichols. Maybe they were playing their own names now, Drake Bell and Josh Peck. And people would know them from that show when they were kids. So someone might go up to them and be like, wait, aren't you that Drake Bell from the Drake and Josh show? So it really was a completely different show. And yeah, I guess Drake uh, wasn't feeling it. But anyway, you could see Josh again is lying there. Because he said he hadn't talked to uh, to Dave Porno. He said he hasn't talked to Drake in like 10 years. And he did. And I also mentioned they were they did YouTube. I think I mentioned this last week. They did YouTube videos after together they, on Josh's page. And I think I, from what I understand, they did them on David Dobrik's YouTube page also. So there's just more uh, instances of Josh lying. Hey, I hate, you know, I hate 
that when I was young, I liked the show. When I was a little kid, I thought that show was funny. It's upset to uh, see them like this. All right, I only got one more part of uh, this left that I will show you guys. Uh, all right. This should be it. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Okay, now this should be it. Um, but he literally hates you. Oh, damn. So, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's go a couple more seconds before that. Here we go. I'm just bummed. I'm just, dude, I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed that it's turned out the way it is. That's it. That's it. Aw, man, poor guy. He bummed. He's not with his buddy anymore. They can make each other money. They could be friends. They, they helped each other get famous by, you know, working so well together. He's bummed. I, I can tell that you're bummed because you have history there uh-huh. um but he literally hates you oh jesus and she says it with a smile on her face you should see the smile on her face she is happy that josh hates him like she should feel bad for him instead he literally with that bitchy voice he literally hates you and puts a big ass smile on her face like, again, I said before, he clearly doesn't like him, but I don't know the fucking guy. This is your husband. Have some sympathy for him. Jesus. The hell's the matter with you? He literally hates you. Be like, babe, like, I know you love him, but, like, he, he's really not being nice to you. Like, I, I come on, you know, like, jeez. Oh, man, okay, let's see what else she's saying now. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I, like, I know. Literally... And she's laughing. Oh, my God. Like, I... literally, I... <laughs> Jake doesn't know what to say. He's just laughing too, throwing his hands up. Ah, no, I don't know. Ah. I like. <laughs> I've always wanted to be nice about it, and I, like, I don't believe that. I do not believe she wanted to be nice about this. Like, oh, like maybe. He- what the frig voice? She actually. It, was it possible to make her voice any more annoying? And she's actually doing it right now. It's just like a private guy. Like, no, he. Oh wait, wait. Let's hear that again to be nice about it and been like oh like maybe he's just like a private guy like no oh no, he hates like your man she really's got to dig this in your face your guts <laughs> your beings like, it, like i think they play piece from the amanda show here like he <laughs> wishes nothing but ill will on you i got the chicken box and I've oh, known boy. this, and I know that's really hard to hear for you because you oh have God. you have it in your fantasy, and I get it. And you, I, I, oh my God, I just like this is cringy for me just listening to her. You want to hold on to those memories, and I want you to hold on to those memories. Do you really? But I think that we need to like be totally clear of like there's no hope here. There's oh, I don't not think a there's Drake and Josh no, reboot I mean, happening obviously. ever. Obviously, um, but and people can stop asking because Josh is we haven't been friends ever. Yeah. Him, yeah. So that is Are true. you guys like not friends? <laughs> <laughs> That's from the Dave Portnoy interview. Not really. No. We're going to go with that new narrative when people Is that ask. what we do now? I mean, yeah, right? Like, we weren't friends. We, we were wait, never friends. We were never friends. No. We didn't no. hang out after the show. No, it was like summer camp. There's like no vlogs yeah, it was like, on YouTube. Like, <laughs> oh, you how go, about him trying to get me to go to the David... Oh, my God. David okay, Dobrik, we'll what? that for the next episode. Oh, jeez. Um, I, I can't talk about... I can't talk about this again next week, Drake. I'm sorry. I Just put a clip out there. I can't, you know, just... Put a clip about whatever the David Dobrik thing was, because I am curious now, but I can't be going into this every week. You're not that interesting, you guys. Ash? We'll, we'll save that for the um, next episode. Okay, um, um, but really, like, you want to say sorry? Okay, that's enough of that.
Uh, so yeah, okay. Since I talked about the Josh thing last week, now we got kind of get Drake's perspective. You guys, uh, listen to them. If you want to, you could put your perspective into uh, the chat there. Tell me what you think. But yeah, TGYTV Tim Gobi said, nails on a chalkboard voice. Yeah, his wife's voice was annoying. I don't know. I guess he couldn't do, uh, any better than his wife because she doesn't seem to, she doesn't seem to be that nice to him. I, I know he'd probably get upset if he, he was like, hey, you don't know her like I do. I'm like, I don't care. She's, not exactly presenting herself too well to uh, all of us. Okay. Well, if you listen to last week's episode and you listen to this one, now you get both of their sides. Probably won't be talking about them anymore, at least for a while, until something bigger happens. But uh, the Portland Way one was kind of big. Now we get his side. So I just wanted to, uh, since it was kind of re- a recurring theme, hear both sides and talk about it with you guys. But... <clears throat> that is now over. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give uh, Theo Vaughn a quick call, and that is it for the show today. Sound good, people? Cool. Uh, one second. This thing always takes a second or two to uh, put on. I need to change the uh, the comedian again. I've been calling Theo Vaughn for a while. Way too long. I need to. I need to change it again. Maybe I'll call Whitney Cummings again. I haven't talked to her in a while. Not today though. Today it's all Theo. Is it not working? Hey, oh, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is the this past weekend hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. Well, let you know that uh, this is a space where you can leave. Put them quiet. Oh, he's um, talking. An issue, a concern, a topic, a thought. Anything you want. Uh, this tits. is space, you know, this that hotline. So you can leave that. Uh, you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll, uh, it'll turn off. Big tits. So if you go Big along, tits. You're going to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you calling. And uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, what up, Theo? It's Frankie D again. Still haven't seen your comments on Pork Roll. Come on, dude. I don't know why you're trying to uh, disrespect me like that. It's not cool. I've always had your back. I thought you'd have mine. Oh, man. You see that uh, Mike Tyson had a gun pulled on him at a comedy club? You're a comedian. Why weren't you there to step in and protect Mike Tyson? You could have used your funny to get that gun out of the guy's hand. They ended up hugging it out at the end, so I guess we're okay. But, yeah, bro, I... First me with the pork roll, and now Mike Tyson. What is next, dude? What is, what is next? You also hear about that woman that uh, she was ha- she was giving birth, and she was pushing too hard, and her eye popped out of her head. Imagine that. You just push it, and boom, eye pops out. It's one on the floor, rolled around. You had to catch it. Ugh, slimy. All right, bro. Well, I don't know. You know, Josh Peck, he said some some not-so-great things about Drake Bell on uh, Dave Portnoy's podcast, and now Drake made his own podcast and gave his side of the story. I was saying Josh Peck was lying, Drake Bell. I don't really, you know, seems he might be telling the truth. I'd like to know your thoughts on all this. My childhood shows, Theo. All right, until then, go eat a pork roll sandwich. I got to get my ass out of here, all right? Peace. Okay, that is it with the Theo Vaughn call. I need a, now that I just said that, I need to try to get a, uh, another caller. 
another person to call next week. I'm getting tired of calling Theo Vaughn. Okay, that is it for the show today. Uh, I'm just going to plug it real quick, and I'm out of here. So everyone listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Hit the bell. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Do what you got to do on YouTube. If you're listening on any of the audio platforms, make sure you subscribe to me on there and keep listening to the episodes. Whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon, Google, wherever the hell you're listening, keep listening and subscribe. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right? Sound good? Again, next week, I don't... I would guess next week I won't be on. I didn't expect to be on the last few weeks, but... I think my uh, luck will finally run out and next week I will not be able to do one. So I guess keep an eye out for me. Make sure you're subscribed and stuff, um, you know, for the live listeners. And then for the recorded listeners, if there isn't uh, an episode out on the Tuesday, then that means I didn't get to record one, unfortunately. Uh, Mr. Asa, call Pat McAfee. I mean, if he had a voicemail line, I would, but he only has the live radio show and... I think I go on when he finishes, so I wouldn't even be able to call him live. And even if I did, they would probably, you know, they'd probably screen the phone calls, and then who knows how the how long I'd be on there. And then I'd have to keep his audio on and pay attention to where they say, Frankie D, you're on the air with Pat McAfee, blah, blah, blah. So probably not, but maybe. Maybe if I go on earlier one day. We'll see. All right, everyone listening right now, I thank you very much for listening, whether you're live or on the recorded platforms. I'm out of here. So, again, hopefully I see you next week, but I don't think so. So, whenever I see you again, I'm looking forward to it. All right, thanks again for listening. Peace.